finally back in this office. It feels good to have some normalcy, is that a word, into our lives. Matter of fact, might have took it to the extreme. We got, um, well, we only have five of our, what, 11 or 12 typical employees showing up here uh, at the office. And so we only have four or five of us, five of us here. Four of us went to lunch, decided to order lunch for people that showed up today. Uh, but in walking distance is an Applebee's. So we figured, you know what, let's go back and let's try to get, stir up some business, stimulate the economy, support a, a local business here, right, right in walking distance. So it was good, good. Now, um, I want to talk about my last tip. One of my last tips was about having cars that are going to be good, or I'm sorry, talking about communications, that communications is going to have to be huge right now uh, through emails and text, especially a lot of dealerships right now. Some of them uh, that I've talked to, obviously not much has changed in their process. People are still showing up at the dealership and everything's fine. Uh, but as we're learning, we're going to have to have um, uh, a new way to do business and, you know, kind of the Carvana way, a lot of things going to be done online. And so my last tip was talking about how communication is going to have to be huge through emails and stuff and be able to learn um, how to communicate with customers through text and emails more efficiently. And so communication is going to be huge. Oops. Now, the second thing that I start thinking about inventory cars that are going to be issues, cars that are going to be concerns. And um, there are going to be some of them out there. And what I mean by that, it's like there's certain vehicles that here, let's take, for example, NV Auto. Let's say you had the provision grade. One of the things in provision grade was demand versus interest. Demand was how many times people are going on AutoTrader looking for that year make model. And uh, if it had a lot of demand. Then there's interest. Interest was how many people were clicking on those cars, converting conversion percentages. And it didn't matter how people shopped for that car and it narrowed it down to even trim levels. So uh, to me, interest was always the key. I didn't care necessarily what the customers were looking for as much as the cars that are clicking on. Big difference. And when it narrowed it down to the trim and it didn't matter how they looked for it, meaning they could have just looked for an SUV between 10 and 15 grand. So I think with this pandemic, with communication being an issue, there's going to be some cars that are issues. Let's take one obvious, and that is Carfax. I'm checking the screen over here. I'm watching people pop in. Uh, Nick, Josh, see you there. Um, anybody want to chime in on this? But think of like Carfax issues. Um, there are... You know, when we had a customer come in and we happened to have them on a car that had any Carfax issues, we would communicate with them face to face. And sometimes our that communication, we can see body language. We can they can object. We can overcome things. They've had a chance to drive the car to confirm it's still in good shape, even though it might have had some you know Carfax damage on it. So it's easier to overcome those objections sometimes when we had the people in front of us. Now people are going to do most of their buying through non-personal uh, basis. You can't get body language. You can't get as much pushback. I don't think people are going to be putting themselves on cars with big Carfax damage. And so that whole uh, scenario is going to cause a little bit of an issue, uh, could possibly. 
Um, but that's where your communication has to be important, letting people know uh, those are the cars with bad Carfaxes that I'd probably be doing videos and Facebook lives on and, and confirming the great condition of these cars and stuff. So overselling that, um, Damon, we'll give you a call, buddy. Um, so I'm hoping this, this is freezing on my screen over here. I'm hoping it's running efficiently for you guys because I see nothing but frozen over here, but I hope it's going. Um, so Carfax is going to be an issue. The second thing uh, that you're going to have to worry about is cars that people might not be looking for. You understand? Um, you know, a couple of years back, I'm trying to think of a couple of these models off the top of my head, but a couple of years back, let's say example, Suzuki XL7s. There's a dealer in Colorado. They're selling a ton of these. They went and bought hundreds from Enterprise and dropped the pricing really cheap. But think about it. Nobody looked for Suzuki XL7s. Um, people are stumbling across them both, one, in their ad, but two, when people said maybe SUVs for 15 grand. Um, Kia Sorentos, right? You know, when minivans. People think of Odysseys and Toyota Sienna's and there's people have certain their town and countries or now that's Pacifica's, you know, there are uh, certain makes and models that doesn't come to the forefront of customers when they're looking for a car. So these niche cars sometimes that we might be able to buy pretty cheap at the auction, think about them and think about how many people are actually searching for those or actually clicking on those, the interest of that vehicle. That's other risky cars that you're going to have, right? I mean, even just a, a common, well, let's just say Chrysler 200, Ford Focuses, Nissan Altimas, you know, people might look for that, but most of those time, those type of cars were core cars or payment buyers. A lot of times we would take that customer and put them on that car that came in our lot. You know, the, it was on a Ford store conversation and that that's it, you know. We're talking about a vehicle that I had some concerns with. And he's like, yeah, you know, th this is a car that, you know, when we had a lot of floor traffic, I put somebody on it. Well, if you're not having floor traffic, the only way they can actually come to you is by appointment. And they're only going to set an appointment and risk coming in during this time is on a car they've already narrowed down to. So you don't get to just put people on cars. So that whole scenario is going to change. I can't give you the exact year making models, but if you think about it, again, think about your cars that you use kind of push to the side as these are either our subprime cars or these are car payment cars. When I have somebody coming to me and want an SUV for 250 or 300 a month, I put them on this car. So you got to think about that car is going to have to be market. You're going to have to push those cars in front of people online, like Facebook lives, videos, and get in front of people with this stuff. So, um, Brian, thanks, bud agree on the Carfax thing. You know, these are things that your communication skills are going to be so important going through this and the awareness of lack of awareness on some of our cars that we used to be able to have control of and put people on because they wanted a 250 payment and you know, hey, this is the right car. Not that those people still won't reach out to you, but again, you're going to have to do it in a different way. So, Think about that as you're managing your inventory. If these are cars that you don't want to drop your price in, that's a little bit of a niche car, but it's cars that you typically would put people on when they come in asking for a 10 grand or 12 grand car or 250. These are the ones you showed. You're going to have to find a way to get those cars in front of people somehow because uh, they might not reach out that way to you. Um, hit the, what's your suggestion on your car? Hit them up cheap and sell them even cheaper. No, well, here, my first suggestion, Andy just said that. First suggestion, there's a delay here. First suggestion would be do videos. 
build up that car, get it in front of people. Maybe do Facebook marketing, get those things in front of people. Maybe in even SEO, SEM marketing scenarios. Um, but go back to SEM information, you know, where a lot of dealers uh, took a lot of SEM money or took away from these third-party sites to invest all in SEM. Well, if you're investing all this money in search engine marketing, you better have the cars that people are looking for, right? Because you're hoping somebody says, 2017 Ford Focus or Ford Focus for sale, Olathe, Kansas, then your car might pop up. But if you don't, but if it's a car that people aren't looking for, that's not going to work. You're going to have to get these on these sites where people are actually shopping and finding plenty of inventory. So get them exposed on sites, Andy, to answer your question there, get them exposed on sites and not just rely on SEO, SEM to get some video and good descriptions on these cars, walk around videos, build these cars up, and then get them in front of people, even data mining stuff, right? Uh, e email your database and saying, hey, you're looking for a college car for your kid. Here's a perfect 250 payment cars. Maybe have your website breaking down by payments, 250, 300, 400 a month. Have your cars listed that way. And then when they're clicking on one of these funny cars, have a video on there. Upsell that car. So try it that way, Andy, before you go cheap selling and dump these cars. All right, because a lot of these cars are decent cars, right? Um, but people weren't aware of them until you made them aware of them. And you don't get that chance until you get to talk to them, but you might not get the chance to talk to them because they're out shopping and just narrowing down on cars that they know. So watch it, get it creative with it, put your marketing hat on, not just your used car manager hat and get these cars moving. Hope this was helpful. If you want a free inventory valuation, go to lotpop.com. And you're welcome, Andy. Uh, car score report. Use vehicle condition reports, thoughts there. Have you looked at car score? Oh, is that, uh, uh, yes, I believe. If you're thinking, of, I'm thinking of auto score, um, but get with me on that, Brian. Uh, I like your comment there on Facebook. So I uh, hope this is helpful. If you want a free inventory evaluation, lotpop.com, 844-LOTPOP4, email me at jrice.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, get more and more of these 200 plus video tips there. See you later.